What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You learn to have thicker skin. You learn to take those um, those things and you turn them on their head. And that's my goal from, from time to time. Any room that I step in, I say, look, I have thick skin. I know you're going to look at me a certain way. I know you may talk to me in a certain way, but I guarantee you by the time you leave this room, you're going to perceive me and black people very differently. Yeah, so for those of y'all who don't know, uh, and if y'all didn't catch the end of what I just said, Sherman is actually the one who indirectly inspired me to get in tech. I talk, I've mentioned him never by name, uh, but I've mentioned him multiple times uh, on Instagram and YouTube and things like that. Bro, so th- the way... You don't know the number of DMs I get from people that are like breaking into tech, you know, because they were inspired either by my content or by the work that we do uh, with uh, Tech is the New Black. And I-, I think I shared this with you before, but like, bro, I truly feel like that blessing that people are getting is like, is a part of you as well. Because wow. the same way like you legit were indirectly, you weren't even trying to have me get in tech, but just like through like us being cool, us being friendship, uh, us being friends, us like, you know, uh, working on a business together and just me seeing how you were moving and things that you were doing and things you were willing to do for me behind the scenes that were like incredibly humbling. It just really opened my eyes to see how much money folks was getting in this industry. <laughs> I was like, hold up now. I was like, hold up now. Like, I didn't know how much he was making, but I was like, man, he making enough. He, he, he just tossing it and, and helping me like, he's like, bro, I'm gonna look out for you, need this, need that. And I was like, man, so dude, deeply appreciate it. Like, wow. just for what, like, your friendship, what your relationship has done for me. And there would not be a tech is the new black, like, had we not connected. He's putting way too much pressure on me. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> way too much. <laughs> no, nah, bro, so so thank you, man. Like, straight up, bro, appreciate you so much. So, that, total sidebar, but I just um, just wanted to say that. Um, Real quick, um, yeah. I met Cyrus through church, and... Just seeing where he was and where he is now, I'm like so proud of you, dude. Like, I have to say that. Like, he's a, Cyrus is a genuinely good person. And I actually met him in a time of my life where things were like up and down and we instantly connected and we vibed. And to see where he is now, it's just like God is moving and has moved. So thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that, man. All right. Come on, throw your thug back on. Throw your thug back on. <laughs> All, right. All right, cool. Try to my eyes. Try to my eyes. <laughs> All right, bet. All right, so quick reaction. Uh, it's a bit of a teaser game. So, so I'm going to create the scenario. Okay. So if you had to choose, it's one or the other. All right. Flying cars, if 
like flying cars, if it would have, of course, the whole notion is to avoid traffic, things like that. So that way you can get to where you want to get to faster. Okay. Or self-driving cars, you know, let's say like they're fully, fully autonomous and they're, they're driving better than us. They have a, a, a lesser crash rate than we have mm -hmm. for the goal of being productive. So basically, would you rather do flying cars to get to your destination faster or complete self-driving cars so that way you could be more productive while you're... Flying cars, absolutely. Okay, why? I mean, because I grew up watching the Jetsons and I'm like, <laughs> why have we not achieved this yet? <laughs> You sold me on this. I think I was watching one of the, the cartoons, and it was like, 2011, we'll, you'll be in flying oh, yeah. cars. And I'm like, we're way past that now. Why am I still driving? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's super real. You, what would be super clutch would be self-driving flying cars. Yo, I think you're on to something. That'd be fire. We need to talk after this. Edit all of this out. <laughs> Cut it all out. All of y'all sign NDAs. <laughs> Everybody sign an NDA on your way out. Uh, all right, so... All right, bro, so you are a CTO. You, you've been in various roles in tech. Yeah. Bro, you're, you're very young, and mm -hmm. you have done a crap ton of stuff in this industry, like big dog stuff in this industry. Okay, thank you. And you know, you, you have, you have. He, he's very humble, but he's done some, some dope <laughs> stuff. Uh, but, bro, what is the role of a CTO? Okay, well... First, uh, CTO stands for Chief Technology Officer. It's the highest level that you can achieve from a technical standpoint of any company. Um, the CTO role itself is to lead and guide the technical direction of a company. It's two important factors that you need to be effective T CTO. You have to have be very business oriented and you have to be very technically deep. Um, those things combined make a great CTO. In my role now, I focus on four main areas. Um, I call them the four T's, right? So there's team, tooling, technology, and timing are the four areas that I focus in. Um, if you're effective CTO, you're doing all of those things at a very balanced rate. Um, early on in my career, I would do a lot of software development, a lot of coding. I'm a nerd. By, by heart, and I'm an introvert, so... He, he, a, he a real dude. I, I, I would use another word than dude right now, but... <laughs> he's, a, he's a real dude, but he also is a nerd, like, straight up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a huge nerd, and very early on in my career, I would do a lot of software engineering. And as uh, said at the beginning, I've worked in a lot of different domains, so if you can think it, I've, I've probably engineered it. Um, but that's just half the story, right? So as a CTO, I would say 70% of my time now is focused around managerial things, acquiring customers, things of that nature. And 30% of my time is making sure my team is engineering something correctly. I remember uh, when we had met, and this is a complete sidebar, but uh, when we had met and this is some, uh, some years ago, he had gotten a, I'm not gonna say the company, I'm not gonna put everything out there, but he had gotten a contract from a company, because I had never saw this dude working, but he was making so much money. I was, I was like, bro, I don't never see you working aside from the business that we were doing. Mm. And I was like, man, how in the world? He was getting, like companies were reaching out to him, giving him contracts with buku money, and he would like, 
get like a team of like younger developers. I remember you you got he got a contract at one point, and I think there was another developer that was supposed to be over him, but that person was jacking everything up, and he was noticing. And he told the company, like, yo, this dude don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he was like, yo, y'all need me doing this. And it ended up giving it to him, and he was killing it. But it was so smart. Like, going back to, like, just your business mind, it was incredibly smart how you understood. And this, again, way before I was in this industry, and me, it was mind-blowing. I was like, yo, he is getting other people that, that are trying to build up their resume. They're skilled. They're knowledgeable. They know what to do. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to build up their resume. And I was like, he was, like, outsourcing, but then also would check their work to make sure they were doing things well. And on one end, I thought that was like just incredibly smart and wise of your time. But on the other end, I also thought it was dope of you helping others be able to build up their resume and their portfolio. I thought that was super, super fire. Yeah. So a a big thing of uh, what I do and just being a leader in general is mentoring and helping others kind of grow in that role. But I can't also say I don't get something out of it. Right. Like, in order to effectively lead, you have to be able to effectively delegate as well, right? So I would get junior engineers or even some are senior engineers, right? And we'll come up with a strategy, we'll come up with a plan with how we're gonna implement something. And if any of you guys understand Scrum or um, just the software engineering lifecycle, we would work in sprints, right? So we'll assign work out to them and you know, it was my job to make sure that the quality of the code was great, that we're hitting on all our metrics and all our marks, and making sure that it was deployed and it scaled and it worked. So that's a lot of what you were talking about in any senior engineer, principal engineer that's running the team, that's just day to day for them. So you are a CTO with Eclipse Reality. What is Eclipse Reality? Great question. Um, so Eclipse Reality is actually a new company that we form now. It will be official January 1st. Um, but what we do is we create experiences with technology that are more human than machine. So I know that's a lot of fuzz, right? Um, but essentially, we do a lot of custom development. We offer creative services, and we also offer support. So. Our industry that we're typically in is we partner with event agencies, and then we do work for creating virtual experiences for like Google, um, Intel, SAP, or some of our clients that we have now. Um, So you can take an event like this, right? And we're all here in the physical, which is great, but there's an opportunity for uh, you, Cyrus, to reach an audience that's virtual, right? Well, how do you take that virtual audience and give them a physical experience. And that's what our job is to do, right? So we leverage a lot of different types of technologies to do so. We're a big play in the metaverse right now. So a lot of businesses contract us to create custom solutions for them so that they can kind of leverage the metaverse and that 3D world to bring a unique experience to their customers as well as to their service lines. Hold on really quickly, we have to interrupt to give a major shout out to our event sponsor, Careers. Careers is the one that actually made our podcast In the Sky happen, them being our main sponsor. But aside from just being a sponsor for Podcast In the Sky, Careers is actually a tech bootcamp that I did to break into tech. Yes, I did their sales engineering program. I have friends who did their manual QA program, their tech sales program. All of us have broken into tech between about one month to five months. Most get a job within that range. So definitely check out Careers 
Uh, we do have information for a discount that'll be linked somewhere. Uh, we'll also have it in the description. But apart from that, we want to thank Careers for being both a great tech boot camp as well as the sponsor for our podcast in the sky. So you're definitely doing some stuff that I eventually would like to try to step into. So we definitely need to have like some sidebar conversations. Y'all Sherman has a lot going on. And every time I taught him, even apart from this conversation, every time I talk to this man, it's something really dope, really cool. And I'm always like, I have to be a part of that in some kind of way. But I definitely, definitely want to talk to you more about this uh, offline. What y'all absolutely. So, all right. So does being, how does being black affect your ability to be taken seriously as a CTO? Or does it? Because that's, that's a big role. Like how you mentioned, you're not just over the technology side. Like you're over the technology side of the business, which is heavy, heavy pressure. Because mm -hmm. most people that are just getting in tech or are looking to get in tech are already like intimidated by the idea of just literally just being a developer. Right. So it's like to go from, okay, I'm the developer to I'm the chief technology officer. I am overseeing the direction of the technology of this company. So, again, not just thinking as, an, as a senior engineer or as the principal engineer, but also thinking about the direction of the business. Mm -hmm. What is that pressure like? What has that been like for you as, as a man of color? Um, I mean, it, it presents unique challenges for sure. So um, I've heard a lot of people come up and talk about being black, or I've also listened to a lot of your podcasts about people being black in tech. Yeah, It is something that it's a challenge for sure. Yeah. But honestly, it's not a challenge that any of us as black men or black women haven't faced, right? So yeah. when we step into roles, regardless if it's technology, whether you're in sales, whether you're in real estate, whatever the case may be, we always have to uh, assimilate to other people's culture, yeah. right? I mean, that's just part of the gig, right? So I often have to do that. I've had those challenges throughout my whole career where I'm the only black guy at the company. I'm the only black guy on the engineering team, right? And, and you're not just at the company, but most companies you've been at, especially in the last few years, you weren't just the only, like, only black guy, but like senior level. Yeah, for sure. I've worked at a lot of Fortune 100 companies, and a lot of times I'm the only black guy in the room. And I always have to be the smartest, the more talented, the best dressing, the best looking, like all of those things. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, this guy over here doesn't have to do any of that stuff. <laughs> and you listen to him directly, right? So that's often a challenge. I mean, I've, I've held high roles like CTO before, and I remember this one experience. Um, we were all in a room. We were meeting with a partner. Um, they came into the room and they was like, hey, uh, um, you know, Sherman Brown's our CTO. And a guy instantly walked up and shook this other white guy's hand. And he was like, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm Eric. <laughs> right. So um, you learn to have thicker skin. You learn to take those um, those things and you turn them on the head. So you try to speak in a very intelligent way. You try to show that you um, are meant to be in this room. Yeah. And. Oftentimes, after you go through that a, a few number of times, people start to perceive not only yourself, but your community and your culture very differently. Yeah. And that's my goal from, from time to time. Any room that I step in, I say, look, I have thick skin. I know you're going to look at me a certain way. I know you may talk to me in a certain way. But I guarantee you, by the time you leave this room, you're going to perceive me and black people very differently.
Bro, that's lit. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and I mean, you also have like the, the bit of a chip on your shoulder of, of also you being younger because you're you're still young. I consider you young. We're around the same age. So I want to yep. say that because it makes me feel like I'm still young, too. But like I'm thinking like, man, you've been in this industry for the time that you've been in it and you having CTO senior level roles, like even in your 20s. Like, what was that like? Uh, again, it was very challenging. Uh, when you come into a room and you're surrounded by people that don't look like you, they're not in the same age as you, um, you're often looked at like, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So you always have to come prepared. That's the biggest thing that I can give advice to everybody is come into that room prepared. Come into that room knowing that these are the things that are against you and shine, right? Yes. And when you have an opportunity to speak up, be aggressive. Don't don't be timid, don't, you know, silence yourself, speak up, talk with assertiveness, and people will take you seriously. So very early on in my career, I had that hustle, I had that drive, I, and I still do today. Um, but when I got in those rooms, I'm like, I'm ready, let's go. Give me the challenge, like, come on, you wanna, you wanna battle me? And I, I often say it's like, we have uh, technology sparring matches <laughs> with, with people. And I get up for those in the morning. I'll be ready. I got it all prepped. I got my game plan in order. I'm like, I know exactly what you want to say. Let's go. He got, he got tech ops. Tech ops. Look, hey, you coined that. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here for it, though. All right, bro. So a few years ago, you had an offer. Uh, you, you, could, you could tell me offline if, if you want us to dub this to, like, take the name of the company out. Okay. But you got an offer a few years ago from from Tesla, mm -hmm. and I vaguely I vaguely remember the story. But I remember you had gotten an offer, and to me, it was a whole lot of money. To me, at the time, it was a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And you had told them you were like, no, and you were like, no, you know, raise the number to this. And then they and this these are the pieces that I remember. They emailed you back. And it still wasn't that number, but they were trying to talk about the opportunity of working at Tesla and being a developer and everything else. And then your response back was, don't email me back unless you're talking this kind of number. And I remember at the time, y'all know we don't talk like that to like, you know, I remember at the time I was flabbergasted. I was like, yo, I have never heard of anybody, let alone a black man, Speaking to, to, to someone in this way with such a level of confidence and such a level of like just assuredness of your value and and what it was that you knew that you deserve and the worth that you knew you were going to bring to the company. So one, if you can kind of speak like like briefly because we're short on time, but kind of speak a little bit on, I guess, like clearing up what happened and also like how do you feel like knowing where Tesla has gone, but also knowing where you've gone as well and what you're doing. Like, do you have any regrets? Like, what are your thoughts on that? So, um, I can't remember if it was Tesla. During that time, I had about 12 to 13 offers. Yes, everybody just out to you. It was pending at that time. Um, I will say this. If you let somebody else define what your worth is, it's going to be way less than what you're actually worth, mm -hmm. right? So, it's a huge, huge thing that any time that you get an offer, you need to already have your number in mind. You need to have already have your strategy in mind and how you're gonna negotiate. And I promise you, whatever they're offering you, they got 30% behind the doors that they can offer you, right? So I always leverage other companies, other offers. I look at not just the number as well, but 
what's the culture at that company, right? What's the environment I'm gonna be in? What's the type of work that I'm gonna be in? It's very, very crucial for me in this point in my life where I, if I could, I would buy time. I would like spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy <laughs> hours of, of my life. So you have to consider those things when you're going into a new company, you're going into a new deal. So when you're seeing things like that, that was just part of my strategy of saying like, hey, if you want me, I know my worth. You're gonna have to come up to a particular number. I'm gonna have to be securing these different types of things. And since I've done this so many times, I know for a fact that if I can't get something from you, this other person is gonna pay me, right? So again, know your worth and don't budge on that. Yeah.